don't know if I'm okay. I don't see the light of day. Looking up to higher ground, thinking that'll be your sweet escape. These days got a schedule to romance. They say that love is a slow dance. A short bike ride to the crib, using no hands. Oh shit, it feel like I'm floating, but I'm falling with both eyes closed when I let the world spin. Test in the water, she got my nurse tense. Back when I ain't even have a purpose, I was so eager to learn some things. Anxiety bring out the worst to me. Society paint me as enemy. My niggas making it. Hey everyone, welcome to another session of Five Fs to Love. Tonight, I'm really excited. We're gonna talk about how you can rebuild the bond or build a closer bond uh, with the person that you love. And tonight is extra special for me because there's a rare opportunity. I think a lot of you always hear me say, Mike, 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 my brother, Mike. But tonight as my co-host, believe it or not, it is my brother, Mike. This is so exciting for me because usually you're the engineer of the show, but tonight you are actually the co-host of the show. This is so awesome. You you want to know about Chris? You ask me. I got all (laughs) Okay, so you know, I think before we even start the show, you know, this show is about building bonds. And so one of the things I'm always so grateful for is the bond that I have um, with my brother, which is so amazing. We talk about everything. And when I say everything, I really feel really bad for potentially whomever we end up marrying because we talk every day, a couple times a day. And I think that's just an amazing bond that we have um, because of our relationship. So, you know, I think a lot of times, when you look at, you know, how you build a bond with someone else, you need to think about whether or not you have those bonds with other people in your life yeah. where you share yourself with that person. Uh, while it's, it's so funny because we got people doing shout outs to you already. Uh, Wallace said, Hey, what's up, Mike? <laughs> so, I mean, what about our bond? What, what is something you would love to share with people about our bond and how we interact? Um, our bond actually is absolutely amazing. I've literally, uh, you were talking earlier during the rehearsal, um, seen me at my worst, at my best, and you love me exactly the same. And I appreciate that. I honor you on your platform for being there and um, uh, through some of the darkest times in my life. And always you know that ray of sun uh for me and so anytime anywhere you know you need me to do that you know i'm here so okay so that's what we're doing we're trying to make we're going to start to show off with me crying (laughs) (laughs) this is what happens when family comes on and i want to say you see me at my worst and at my best you've always been there for me i can't even remember a time when you weren't there um and whenever i call you you're always there and those are things that you look for in a relationship You know, believe it or not, that's the type of bond you look for in a relationship. So, you know, it's just really people really thinking about, you know, how do you really look at building those bonds and creating those type of uh, conversations where you don't feel like you're really asking a lot of that person. So before we get things started, one of the things we talk about is that we want you guys to share with us on how you build or rebuild your bonds and the relationships that you have. 
You guys can join us live by clicking the link. If you're joining us Facebook or YouTube, you can just click the link and we'll let you into the live stream and you can be right on camera with us to share your thoughts or you can leave anything in comments that you like. But the first thing we want to ask you guys is, is to share with us how you build or rebuild bonds in your relationship. You know, Mike, Mike and I shared with you, you know, our bond and how we interact. And, and like you said, if anyone wants to know anything about me, they can talk to you. And I think one of the things too, that people may not know, um, although people see me in this form, um, I'm very uncomfortable in relationships. I become very quiet and shy and I'm not the most, uh, I, I don't communicate as well as people might think. Um, it's very difficult for me um, to build that bond on a personal level with people. Uh, but you know that, right? So when we talk about us going out and hanging out, you made a comment earlier, you hang out more than I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do. I, and, and, and it's so weird because I think that I'm probably equally as shy um, at first, I'll say. Um, I, I, it was something that I deliberately worked on to be able to do that, to be able to go out by myself. You know, I can go to the movies by myself, go out, you know, to a club by myself. And um, um, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things that uh, um, I am proud of myself for being able to do that, to be able to, you know, spend time with myself, because I think that that's absolutely key. If you don't know yourself, you can't expect, you know, anybody to know you. So exactly. And, and I totally agree with you 100 um, percent. That's that's like a huge thing for me. It's like, do you really know yourself? Do you really understand what it is that you want out of a relationship for yourself? And that's going into it. And I think a lot of times um, people are not open to hearing someone say, this is what I need for me to be satisfied in this relationship. And they're a little intimidated by sharing that information. So what we want to do is with you guys, we just want to kind of go in a little bit on the six ways to uh, building a closer bond um, with the one that you love. But please keep in mind at any time during um, our conversation, uh, if you feel like you want to chime in or call in, we're open to that. We're going to uh, be with you guys throughout this process. And we want to hear what you have to say. So to get things started, we're going to look at um, the six ways that Mike and I, we kind of put together six ways of building um, a bond. And it's, it's so uh, weird. And, and just to let you know, guys, the reason why we started out with this screen with the couples uh, cooking is because what you guys don't know is, is that my brother is actually an amazing, when I say an amazing cook, he is an amazing cook. And I'm always kind of like, I'm a little jealous because I think uh, if I had better cooking skills that I might do well, I might do a lot better in relationships. What do you think, Mike? I was gonna say, don't, don't sleep though. Cause I mean, you can, you can throw a stuffed salmon and some asparagus and <laughs> I mean, you, what you do with frozen hors d'oeuvres is just mind blowing. <laughs> How do you put like a whole course meal, ain't cook nothing. Just, I mean, everybody can do it. Did you say what a frozen hors <laughs> Like, how in the world did you come up with this? It's like, oh, just, you know, something I threw together. I was thinking well, you that I'm great with table settings. And I think I'm you're cool. amazing with cooking. And mm -hmm. normally, guys, if, if Mike was here in the studio with me, 
we would actually, after the show, we cook together or we go out to eat together. So, um, and, and that's, that's basically about building those relationships and those bonds too. When you think about that, it's something that you can do to keep that relationship closer. Now, Mike, let me ask you a question before we get started. Do you think sometimes people do these things and then they stop doing these things once you've gotten together? Like you just kind of stop that attachment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You know, all the tricks of the trade, you know, to reel them in, but keeping them is a whole nother show. And, 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 you know, we've, we have mutual friends that, you know, I've talked about that, but you swing literally from the chandelier. And then the day after we're married, you know, you got your bonnet on or your slippers, mm -hmm. you know, the plaid robe and the, and the boxers It's like, you know, it's, you know, well, I, I've, I've accomplished my goal. It's like you have on one, but you also want to keep that goal. So right and so you know and i'm I'm gonna jump over here real quick because you know we we got our folks that's chiming in so paula hey paula she says knowing yourself is like putting the mask on yourself first and that is so true it's like you really need to know yourself and who you are in that relationship that's so vitally important uh, because sometimes we misrepresent and, and and push out someone else and then people look back and say well who is this person? What's going on? So Anissa said most of the world's uh, most of the world's uh, renowned of uh, chefs are male. How did a woman get stuck with the task? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, cook. I'm a firm believer. I don't know how I got stuck with that task, but believe it or not, uh, most men do expect you to cook in some facet or another. So <laughs> and and trust me, and we're going to get more into that in a few minutes. So guys, when we look at the six ways to building a relationship, we're going to talk about married or dating, six ways to building a closer bond with one another. One another. And the thing is, it's like what Paula says, knowing yourself is like putting the mask on yourself first. So when we look at that, hmm. how many people don't take time and make every moment count? It's like never let a moment pass when you can show them how much you love them. And it only takes two seconds to say, I love you, but it requires action to show them how much. What do you think about that? I think that making every moment count, like it should be on everyone's, you know, the bumper stickers, uh, not just when it comes to relationships, but as, as Wallace said, I will stick to the relationship comment, but um, not just, uh, but within, especially in relationships, uh, making every moment count, savoring every moment because, you know, quiet is kept, tomorrow is not promised. And yeah. I don't want one moment to go by that, you know, where I felt like I didn't acknowledge my partner. I didn't, you know, I see a, see flowers or see, you know, shoes or a handbag and not, you know, have gotten it for them. Um, that is, it's like, it's one of the keys to life. And, you know, happy, happy uh, uh, couples, uh, married couples, you know, that's one of the reasons why they live longer is because you are expressing, able to express that love uh, continuously, you know, and, and, and just being able to, you know, hold to that thought of making every moment count is just is so powerful. You know, and I agree with that. I think when I look at that, that statement and that comment, and um, I think about just when you glance at them, sometimes you look at, look at the person that you're with and you don't say the thing that you want to say, right? You overlook that, that opportunity or that moment. And to me, it's so important just to go ahead and just say it. If you're thinking you make my life happy, then say you make my life happy. My life is better because of you. 
whatever it is that you want to share, share it with them in that moment and make it count. But the one thing that I, I want people to understand when you say that you're that I love you, that's like a couple seconds. But it's the things that you do after that that really says how you truly feel about them. You know, it's easy to say I love you, but what is the action behind that? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's even bigger. You know, I hear a lot of guys. So I really love my wife or I really love my girlfriend. She's amazing. But the thing is, is that are you showing them? Right. Are you showing that person how you truly feel about them? So, of course, you know, we got our regulars. Denise is chiming in. Hey, Denise, when you enjoy doing those little things in the beginning of your relationship, it doesn't fall off as a relationship grows. I agree with you 100 percent. 100 percent. And we were talking about that, how, you know, you get into the relationship and you kind of let it fall off. Denise also says she loves, love is a verb. It's an action, 100% in action. And people need to be aware of that. It's not something that people should take lightly. Paula says, absolutely mindfulness, being present in that moment. Paula practices meditation and mindfulness on a consistent basis. And thank you, Paula, for that insight. It's like you really have to be present in that moment and be able to share with that person truly who you are. And it's just taking advantage of that. And I get really excited because the idea of me meeting someone, although Mike, what did you say about me and meeting somebody? What did you say about me? <laughs> From hello to divorce. Um, <laughs> like, you know, just in the beginning, you know, I just like, it was just the complete opposite of like making every moment. Um, because when you do that, and I have a friend that does that. When you do that, when you meet somebody, it's like you you made all those moments, you've experienced all of them with like without that person. It's just from you know past baggage, past relationships. So I can tell the way they walk, look, smell, think, talk that uh, is not gonna work out. And it's like you you haven't even said hello. You know, like give it you a minute. You haven't said hello. And and you know what Paul agrees with you. She said you must stay intentional. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. I think one of the things, and thanks Paula for that insight, is that um, I become so intimidated by relationships. And you and I talk about it behind the scenes, and I never communicate that with that person, that I become a little intimidated by the idea of being in a relationship. And I'm also a little timid about really being myself within that relationship. So that's something within itself, you know, for people to think about. All right. So when we look at um, one of the things that I truly, truly love is learning something, um, together, you know, taking dance lessons together, cooking lessons. I mean, you and I did something together, which most people may think is a little odd, but what did we do together, Michael? We had so much fun though. We had, um, an amazing, uh, uh, uh we did an amazing uh, pottery class mm -hmm. and it was the first, we were both completely out of our elements and a friend had invited me down and I said, well, let me, you know, call my sister and. And you know she had she came with a friend. I came with a friend, and it was just otherworldly to see her like you know learning something for <laughs> learning something new, freaking out because my bowl was a lot prettier. But um, <laughs> just you know I, ha, you know having those moments and it's like had I not thought to you know to act on it and she uh, uh, you know had thought you know to that something else was more important that we would have missed out you know on that moment and my beautiful ashtray <laughs> and my bowl. That you know, I, I put my change in every morning, and you know, I you know, I I can remember that. Hey, you know, that's something I did with Chris. So, 
those and, things are- And that's are, the thing. And, I, and the bottom line is you still think that your bowl is better than mine, which is amazing. Where is your bowl? We won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting my change. I'm not putting my change in my bowl. I just want to be honest. What's on my, my altar? So just, just exactly. I'm not putting my change in my bowl. So we're going to be honest about that. But the thing is, is that when you us doing it together, we got a chance to get to know each other in a different way. And and, and yeah. that's one of the things is that when you start, and that helps build a bond because that's something that you would not have shared with anyone else. And I know people may think, you know, that's not that big of a deal. It is when you're going out to the bar and you're hanging out with your friends every day after work, what you're missing an opportunity to do something with your spouse or your significant other or the person that you like or love. Right. So try something new. Try try doing something new with them. And I was just going to say just real quick to especially if it's something that uh, um, that they're interested in. It's just another way of adding that extra oomph to, you know, I'm interested, I'm here, I'm being present and intentional, you know, with you. Like Paula says, just basically being intentional, yeah. right, about yeah. it. This is one of my great things. It's like uh, creating experiences, right? So um, when you talk about creating experiences, our memory of our time together makes your heart um, full of emotions. I think that's so true. Um, because you get a chance to see the person in a different light. Of course, Denise is creating moments to reflect upon is fun. And it gives you something to draw from. Just like you and I, although we're brother and sister, it's just those moments mean a lot to us. You know, we can look at different things and say we've done that. I look at a lot of uh, things that we've done together as far as clothing. And people may not know this, but whenever I do photo shoots or I do the live show, you know, Mike makes sure because he's such a detailed person that I'm together. So every time I pick up something, I'll go, oh, yeah, Mike said wear it like this or do it like that. Right. <laughs> because it gives a whole different splash. And even before we do this show, I always say to you, what do I ask you? Mike, are these the right glasses? Yes. Is this the right look? What is this saying? You know, and I depend on that. And I really appreciate that. But that's that bond. So when you talk about creating experiences, um, one of the things that I look forward to, honestly, is being able to go on vacation with the guy that I'm dating I'm, or I'm going to marry. Right. I look forward to that. I think that's amazing to be able to have that opportunity to be with someone. So, you know, Cook kicked in and she says one of the keys to building a strong relationship is creating shared memories. These are the good times that you can hold on to during challenging times. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. This is like when you're in the heat of the moment and that and that intensity is there, you can reflect when you look over at that bowl, you can go, all right, I love my sister. She gets yeah. on my nerves sometimes, but I love her, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that bowl. Her. Yeah, or I haven't called to her. I haven't talked to her. I wonder how she's doing. Yes. I my, my brother uh, just uh, got married in Jamaica brother brandon and my new sister-in-law uh, yana um shout out congratulations um congratulations brandon <laughs> was uh, getting married in jamaica and i told him i said remember these moments i was like savor every moment walking on the beach you know playing with the baby in the sand mm -hmm. uh, being together the, the way that you know the way it smells uh, what you had yes. to eat, had to drink uh, I said, because these, it's like right now, is this is a good time. I said, but just in case, you know, not wish nothing bad. I said, but just in case, you know, the, the lean times come, 
you can always look back, you know, on this moment. And I made sure I called him, spoke to, you know, everybody in the family, um, because I wanted them, I wanted him to know that I was being present in the best way that I could um, in that moment. And, but I told him, I said, don't forget these moments, because this is what takes you through the lean times. I'm going to say that is, that is so true. One of the things I hate doing but at the time, you know, I was married and my ex-husband, David, loved to drive everywhere. And I'm a bit of a, a airplane snob. I believe if the plane is going, we should just get on a plane and go there. Why even get in the car? Chicago is four hours away. And I still believe get on the plane and go to Chicago. Right? That's just me. I don't know. But um, I remember he wanted to go visit his family and we got in the car and drove to Florida we drove to North Carolina and every single time I think about North Carolina, I think about Florida, I think about him mm -hmm. because I did that for him. It wasn't something that I wanted to do, but it was a great experience. The things that we did on the way, the restaurants we stopped at, that he loves history and he was just giving me the history and backdrop of different things. And I thought that was really great. And those are things that I often think about. And those who are just tuning in or viewing the show for the first time, um, I'm actually really still good. I'm really good friends with my ex. So, you know, we talk and I think that's really great that we're still friends. And we we, we kind of separated not on the best of terms initially, but we worked back up to being friends because we really liked each other. And because, again, we could fall back on memories of good times. Like Cook said, you know, when you can go back to those moments those are pluses for you. So, and that's what we did. So we were able to do that. So Cook, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. Because it's so true. And um, a lot of people need to think more about that. This couple looks amazing. They'll never forget that moment by the waterfall. One of the things, Mike, that you constantly talk about is verbal ex verbally expressing appreciation. You're so big on this. And we often forget that words can make a person, you know, smile or cry. It can create lasting bonds. And a lot of times it can make you or break you what a person says to you. Yeah. You know, like Paula says, you know, it's about being intentional, but it's so true. I mean, like for you, when people say things to you, you take things like really internally, you're a very in-depth filler or thinker versus mm -hmm. I'm the total opposite. Somebody says something to me and I'm like, well, that's what they think. I'm good <laughs> with it. <laughs> right? But with you, you're different. So, I mean, from your perspective, verbally expressing your appreciation is huge. It is. And, and I, you know, I, from one of your, the uh, guests on the show, I hadn't heard about the book, but she was talking about the five language, your love language. Mm -hmm. And so I looked it up and did the, you know, did the test and come to find out that's my love language is uh, um, verbal appreciation of, or affection, mm -hmm. uh, affirmation, verbal affection. Um, um, and it was like the main my main uh, uh cry in in relationships and i talk to chris all the time about it but um that was you know and i say what well, is it being and i, I said well you know am i being needy because it's something that i want uh am i being um um and it wasn't in a bad way because people don't anyway you probably weren't needy but it's no it's just you know saying thank you you know you look nice today uh just you know something like that because uh, those things matter to a person that that's the way that they're wired. Right. And so, and just like when, when, um, talking or speaking to people, 
uh, they go, you know, I feel so relaxed or calm, you know, when I'm talking to you. And that's because those, that's how I express myself. And yes. so when I come to you and I say, that really looks nice, that, you know, what you have on the, you know, looks nice, or it doesn't, you know, I go through it with Chris, but she knows that it's coming from my heart. And I so do. I didn't know how to communicate that, you know, in the beginning that this was something um, that I want, you know, being 6'2 and, you know, 200 pounds, um, it's, it's not socially acceptable or social, you know, acceptable for, you know, men to, you know, communicate that. And so I didn't really know how to express it, but I knew that it was something that I needed to hear. And, you know, I learned to do it, do it, do it for myself, but um, I would find, I found that the friends that I had were, all of my friends are very, very uh, expressive people. And it's like, you know, for me, it's like taking a bath. Like, that's how I feel, you know, feel my love tank now. My, my that's friend. like one of your major love languages, which is so funny because we often laugh because you're the big one and I'm the little one. Yeah. And you're more emotional than I am. And I'm so non-emotional oh. that people always say I give off masculine energy. But I think they say that to me often. But one of the things I think, Mike, that people overlook is because um, a lot of that is a way to protect myself from getting hurt. It's not, it's not because I want to be a man. It's just that I've built up that kind of layer of skin yeah. um, to protect myself. And yeah. so it goes back to what Paula says. It's like, you know, you must stay intentional. And, I and the thing is, I do stay intentional in, in what I'm saying and I'm doing. But I'm, mm. because of our relationship, I have become more conscious and aware of what I say yeah. and the and impact I, that it makes. I found that, too, because I said a lot of my most of my friends are my really good friends. They're all very uh, verbally expressive and they all went through. Um, experiences where they weren't and then one day you know that the switch came on and this they, they said you know whatever came to mind and you know i'm like you know like, oh my god like inside my head you know right I mean, you're me um but they I, I found that you know they all kind of went through something and they that's like a shield you know you put that shield up you know yeah bam, 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 bam. but it, it affects the way that people relate to you because really you're kind soft-hearted person but they see this wonder woman it's like you know i can never i can't i can't keep up you know it's like she's like i just want to you know can i get a sticky note just <laughs> I, I think that that's one of the things that makes me laugh because i am an emotional person i love sticky notes and i love words of affirmation um and they're really important to me but i rarely get an opportunity and one of my really good friends eric um said to me he says well chris when do people get to that layer that we all know that you're you're really a soft, kind hearted person? And I said, I don't show that layer. You know, and it goes back to what Paula was saying, you know, when we started this conversation, which was, I think, so important when Paula says knowing yourself is like putting the mask on yourself first. And one of the things that I know about me is that I'm afraid of people getting that close to me, you know, and therefore sometimes I, I may come off a little masculine in that sense because I'm spending so much time. But one of the things I'll tell you I do love, I love for people to show me affection. You know, a touch from a person you love is often the only thing you need to do or to give you the confidence you need to feel that love, right? 
And I think a lot of times people don't understand that. Like for me, I'm a little, uh, I object to public affection, but I don't push it away. I, I'm not the person to initiate it, right? But I also understand, Mike, and this is because of you, that every person I have dated, they're so emotional and I'm so non-emotional. So I have to go out of my way to show them that I care for them and do the things that's important to them. Um, I remember a guy that I was dating uh, when he stayed over, he would come down to the office and just tap me and say, hey, uh, can you spend time with me? Like, can you stop working? <laughs> this is my time. Is that my friend? I, huh? Is that my friend? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would be intentional about that and stop because I knew he needed me to make the time to be with him. But of course he would cook dinner every day. I never knew what was on the menu. And I love that. And people may not know. And that's the one thing, you know, I would say is that a lot of times you're, you're, when you meet someone, you may not be meeting them. Uh -huh. And I say that to people because, and I'm very honest about this. My public persona is Christine. Christine is a powerhouse. She gives off the masculine energy, but Chris, oh my gosh, she's like a baby with a bonnet. You can ask her to do anything and she'll do it. Right. But you have to know. So affection is so important when you're bonding with that person and you're looking for that type of attention. So, I mean, Mike, this right here is one of my things. And I'm going to tell you is like real talk for me is sharing in each other's interests. As we grow, our interest grows. And sometimes we don't allow the person closest to us to share in that growth reinforce the bond and share how many times have you heard people say they're growing apart yeah I, you, that's that's like a, a, a standard anthem that's common uh commonly uh, acceptable in our in our society today yes uh, i have been listening to um i think his name is bill winston different uh, uh confession or word of faith preachers for uh, uh anisa um <laughs> that you know this one uh he it was just a powerful sermon because he kept saying you know i we're growing apart you know i i'm i'm falling out of love with my wife i'm falling mm -hmm. that was her his constant uh, affirmation to himself we're growing apart and he said you have to change your conversation you have yeah. to change the conversation like paula was saying about you know pull, putting on the mask you're putting the mask on yourself first uh yeah. that's what it has to do with you have to talk yourself into it it's not like you it's not like you don't love your spouse but this is what your conversation is with yourself your thoughts, you know, only attract, you know, more of the same. So if I'm walking around saying, you know, we're falling out of love, we're falling out of love, you're gonna see commercials about it, you're gonna hear songs about it, your friends gonna come with the, the same. The law of attraction. Yeah, and so you gotta, you know, tr change that conversation. Mm -hmm. I love my wife, I love my husband, I love spending time with my wife, I love spending time with my husband. You know, I love everything about them. I love them from the crown of their heads to the Exactly. Sofa. You say that until it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not even dating anybody. I'm like, I'm already, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> it's the law of attraction. And so I agree because, you know, Cook says sometimes you have to go outside of your comfort zone Absolutely. to do something that pleases your partner. Communicating to someone is your love language, doesn't always get the message across. And I agree with you 100%. You know, Paula says, I love the positive focus on, of this conversation. It takes more energy to be negative and less energy to be positive. So let's make positive the new hashtag. And I love that. Absolutely. You know, you you got to bring that positive energy and we you know um which a lot of people may not know 
you and I belong to the same church. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably saying that, oh my God, they overbond. They're probably thinking right now we overbond, we do so much together. Um, but one of the things that I love about what it is that we learn is that we do learn about the law of attraction, right? And then what you think um, is what happens, what what you believe you're subconsciously creating, right? Mm-hmm. And so you and I are both in a space right now where we want to be in positive relationships. We're very open to that, but we're also very apprehensive uh-huh. because of our past experiences. So yeah. we talk often about people who want to come into our space and whether or not it's pluses or minuses. But the things that you and I've learned over the years is that this one thing sharing in each other's interests. So many couples don't share in each other's interests. You know, one of the things that Paula and Paula got us excited about, you were already into meditation mm-hmm. and yoga and, and and you got me pulled into it. Right. Because Paula reinforced, hey, this is a good way to not only strengthen your mind, but to strengthen yourself internally. Right. To get a positive energy to start your day on. And so she's got me doing these guided meditations. I view hers on YouTube all the time. Um, and I love that. But Mike, you you had me hooked into that like a long time ago, but I didn't do like a complete buy in. I was like, you know, but you're like Mr. Positive Energy. Your car can break down. You could be down to two dollars, but you're still smiling and happy as life can be. And I love that about you, yeah. right? It's, but, it's it's a practice of love. This is uh, the book. Um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name. It was Neil Donald Walsh. I can't think of the name of the book. But it was like uh, true masters have learned that there is only one answer, and the answer is love. I love that that you said that. The answer is love. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. People, whoever I end up with, they should just give you gifts every month because you're <laughs> the person that keeps me anchored. Um, one of the things I'll tell you when it talks about sharing in each other's interests, um, I learned that when I was in a relationship with the guy, he worked out all the time. That was his thing. And it was so funny because he would go out and work out during the morning. He would take, by the way, you know, my life got disrupted and a lot of people may think that I'm such a control freak, but I'm not, I, I will graciously just unleash my life and let you have it. Um, but he took over and he says, well, when I'm in town and I'm here, you don't have to drive. I'm going to take you to work. I'm going to make your lunch. I'm going to pick you up. And he kind of managed my life for me. But it was so funny because he would go to the gym in the morning just for himself. But then he would go to the gym with take me when he picked me up from work. He would have my gym clothes in the car and said, we're going to the gym together because he was doing that just for me. And I said, Wow. But then the flip side of that is that I was sharing in something that he was interested in doing. Working out daily for me was not a must have. It was just, okay, if I get around to it, I'll do it. But for him, it was part of his life. And to be honest with you, sharing that with him made our bond even stronger. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed being with him and I actually started to enjoy working out. So I'm going to say I welcome those new opportunities to to look at what they're doing. But one of the things that I love about this couple um, was that not only is he sharing music with her and him playing the guitar, but he's showing her how to do it. But they made a whole romantic evening about it. You know, I'm like, I love that. They took it an extra mile. Right. And that made it even more special. So I love that about this. And I said, you know what? 
I, I like that bonding, that, that closeness that they're sharing. So now we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. So some of these people who are single and you're looking for love, there's six <laughs> ways just for you to build a closer bond with the one you could potentially love. So Mike, this is like our whole space, right? I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, so this is what we need to talk about. Now, this to me is hilarious. All of us are on the phone constantly on these dating sites and all of that. And it says, be open to meeting someone new. The person could be right behind you. Now, Mike, wouldn't it be hilarious if these people were talking to each other on social media and didn't even know that they were talking to one another? Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> Stop telling my business. <laughs> Has that anyway. ever happened? <laughs> Yeah, what well, what had happened was I was uh, in the store and it just dawned on me. Uh, I was like, let me check, let me check my app and see what's you know see what's really going on. And um, I hit, uh, I think it was like or something like that, and the other person's phone went off. And it was like she was saying before in rehearsal we were talking about it, and she had said you know they were sitting there like you know in in, in opposite booths and you know texting back and forth. And I said, well. The way it would go down <laughs> would go down with me. I'm you know always listening. So if I heard the phone go off, you know, I can see what I can see who it is, see what's going on. And so now I have that, you know, that that higher perspective or higher advantage. So I can, you know, judge before I actually, you know, get in the mix. But um it's just, you know, those dating today is a lot different than it was, you know, back in the day. Now they want to see, you know, everything. Yeah. And um you don't really develop it gives like it almost gives like a um follicle probably chime in on that it probably gives it almost gives like a false sense of intimacy because you think you know a person because yes. you're sharing on an app and it's like looking a person in the eye is completely different than looking at a person on the app it is because back in the day if these two single people were at the airport with their bags and they knew the other person in the booth they would have gone and speak you know to speak to the other person mm -hmm. But now with social media, you're like on Facebook, you're on Insta, you're on Twitter, you know, you're communicating with people on dating sites and it tells you when someone's near you and all of this is happening. And sometimes the person you should be with is right behind you. And that's kind of mystifying. So I'm going to tell you that I'm not on any dating sites only because I think it's full of a bunch of weirdos. That's just me. I could be wrong, right? I think until they create a dating site where I can specifically kind of look for what I'm looking for and only those people can see me, then I'm not going to join a dating site. What would you call it if you if, if you could? Well, what I am going to call it is the five F's to love dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will be coming. Thank you, brother. So that'll be coming out in 2022. That'll be the five F's to love uh, dating site. Um, we've already launched a compatibility app, and the next thing is the dating site. And 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 I'm I've been working on that and putting a lot of thought into it because I think when you go into dating sites now, everyone can see you. But the thing is that they ask, "What do you like?" Well, if I say that I like somebody that's over six foot tall who's a professional, then why do I have a guy who's 80 years old checking me out online? Obviously, I'm not interested in him. So to me, you know, the dating sites right now are not geared towards you really finding. It's just kind of like you might be able to run across somebody, you know, if you take the time to sort through everything, then maybe you'll run across this ideal person. 
So that definitely deeply concerns me. But, you know, hey, who am I? I'm just saying uh, those dating sites is out there now. It's not. But you guess. So in 2022, there will be the five F's to love dating site. And it will be, allow you to look at putting your criteria of what you're looking for. Um, and only those people will show up in your profile of options, dating options, because I think dating sites need to be more intentional about dating. Right. Just really intentional about the concept of dating. So we talked about something which is spending time talking and walking. We said the more you talk and share, the more you get to know one another um, together, builds intimacy, romance and a stronger bond. What do you think about that? Like as as a single person dating. Oh my God! A walk, a walk, walks reveal revelations. Um, you know, I, I I walk my dog. I, I try to use it's usually like she's locked in the house all day, so you know at least one to two miles. Um, mm -hmm. But I had the opportunity to do that uh, with someone with someone. It's like you run out of you know, um, hey, how you doing? You know, how was your day? How was work? To you know, what do you think about? You know, uh, what do you think about, you know, what's going on in the world? What do you think about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter? Like, how do yeah. you feel, how do you feel about, you know, um, um, you know, what's going on, you know, in with uh, the uh, refugees? Uh, you, you, it allows you to see a person's heart. And it's like the longer the walk is, it's almost like, you know, it's almost the better. Um, this is, you know, as far as like uh, stress-free, relaxing, um, and I'm the type of person where, uh, when you don't have anything to focus on, no television, no, you know, nothing, no distractions, you, you can completely almost like see into that person. You'll know, yeah. you know, if instantly, you know, if that person is holding back, you, you can just like feel it in the air. Um, and it's just, it's walks are powerful, powerful tools for developing uh, intimacy. I agree with you 100%. I love walking. Uh, I there was this guy who I was just like in awe over, and of course I don't toss out names, so I won't do that. But I used to ask him every day. I'm like, I walk every day at one o'clock. Can you meet me so we can walk together? And you know, after I asked him after the fifth time, I realized one, he's not that into me. Mm -hmm. It was a simple thing of just walking. We lived in the same neighborhood. It wouldn't have taken much for him to meet me at the park to walk, but he came up with a gazillion excuses of why he could not do that. Yeah. And to be honest with you, that was the best way for me to see that this guy wasn't into me without me even asking, mm -hmm. right? So then I could stop investing the time thinking that this guy is into me and something's gonna come out of this. Now, mind you, my seamstress told me my waist went down, my hips went down. Because, honey, I was walking every day, getting that exercise in. I was walking three miles every day, and it was great exercise. But I thought that three miles would help us build a bond, that we could talk and share things with one another in hopes that we could build that level of intimacy or romance between us. So I think, you know, for people when you're single, we're so quick to jump into the bedroom to have sex. Yeah. But the thing is, you really don't know the person and you spend so much time after you've gotten to know them intimately, you go, oh, my God, I really don't know them. Yeah. So to me, I'd rather spend the time walking and talking and getting to know you so I can figure out who you are seriously before we go any further. 
Now, this right here is one of your favorites, which is just date and date and date. Create intimate moments um, for two. Making someone feel special is a win. Win, win for everyone. Creating romantic moments creates stronger bonds. So, you know, I, I totally 100% agree with this. And I absolutely love that these two people are like shaking it up. You know, Cook said, remember in high school when you used to talk on the telephone until you fell asleep? <laughs> Although it may have been puppy love, those feelings were very strong. We need to be able to talk about anything and everything and um, to strengthen the bond. I 100% agree with that. Cook, you're 100% right. We used to spend all night. All night. Talking. I remember Christopher Young. Honey, Christopher Young back in high school. Dude, we did a flashback. <laughs> it was Christine and Christopher. Mm. Honey, I, that was the love of my life. <laughs> All planned out. Honey. Mm -mm. Yeah, this, uh, uh, it's not like, you know, people say what, about, excuse me, Paula, about being like whorish, but yeah. dating uh, um, for the sake of dating the person that you're with. Um, yeah. My uh, friend who was supposed to be on uh, marriage counselor talks about um, spontaneous dating for for you married couples or couples mm -hmm. period. Spontaneous dating uh, has been proven to boost uh, the libido, uh, and I was like, "What? Yes. How does this? How, how does that? How does that?" Because you you become reattracted to the person you're with. It's like seeing them for the first time. Yeah. I think couples should go on dates after you've been married. Yeah. Um, one of the things that Shia, one of the guests said was that they dated for six months and he didn't even know she could cook because they just went out on dates, right? And I'm like, Shia, oh my gosh. But she was right. Like, and if she said the minute she made tacos, he was he proposed. Yeah. So one, I still need to post that taco, that taco recipe, <laughs> right? Yes. Because we need to know how to make those tacos. But one of the things I learned from her conversation is allow a man to treat you like a woman. Allow him to, to wine and dine you. If he wants to treat you like the princess, be the princess, play the role. And, and my thing is, I'm open to that. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm like Cook. I want to spend all night talking to you. I remember this one guy. Oh, my gosh. We won't even say his name. I want to shout out his name because that guy we used to talk all night every night and if it wasn't for the distance and at the time you know my son was in middle school it it, it was no way i could have you know relocated but if i could have my name would be something else right now that guy would spend all night talking to me we had such a good time and he would fly in town when he could but it just you know at the time it just wasn't the right time but I'm going to tell you that that conversation, even today, we're still really good friends. He's now married. So, of course, I can't talk to him the way I used to. But we're still really good friends. Wow. But it's that conversation. But, Mike, this whole date, date, date thing, you're big on this. Like, you're a big dater. You go you go out on dates. And I think, honestly, you're texting people. I mean. What? Because I'm throwing your business in the street. I, Michael dates everybody. I want people to get the wrong impression. Um, 
I was just gonna say too, you know, with the, with the dating, you know, for polyamorous or same sex same sex couples, you know, what you, what about this man and woman? It's it's just being and treating your your partner, being spontaneous with your partner. Period. Yeah. Being uh, taking turns, you know, you 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 know, it's every other night, every other weekend, whatever the case may be. You know, being spontaneous and knowing the things that your partner likes. You know, mix it up. You know, do you know four or five things that they like, and maybe one or two that may be new to them that they, that you can introduce to them that you can experience together for the first time together. Um, but just being open to exploring the new new options, whether it's you know going on trips like Chris talked about earlier, um, uh, cooking, you know uh, that yeah. that restaurant. Me and Chris talked about when we were at dating, but. We talked, there's this breakfast restaurant that we meet, we must experience, we must experience together. By the way, I'm taking him because he's he's like two seconds from being a director in his company, and I'm so proud of my brother, but he's a foodie and I'm not. So he wants to try this new restaurant, we're gonna do it. But you know what Paula said, A good, a, I love a good conversation. A good conversation, Paula, you're so right. I love that is the way, if you wanna get to me, if you want me to rip all my clothes off for you, mm-hmm. give me that intellectual conversation. That is the key to me being submissive. It is the key. You give me a great conversation, honey, I will bow down. I will be like this. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like a presentation of the entire package. Yes know me you stimulate me my mind my body my yes soul, my emotions and it's it's endless it's like a one it's like almost like an hour seems you know like a lifetime and it's, it it's like a lifetime it's like you know you're you're intimate with i can tell you any tell you everything about me i can you know be completely naked in front of you and you love me without un- being naked yeah without being, being vulnerable in that moment yes yes that's from childhood to adult yes. person accepts me completely. We can talk about how I stole that Snickers bar from Superland. Yeah. You know, when I was nine years old, because it was a dare, right? And, I, and that's when a Snickers bar was a quarter. And I think that's like you were, were alluding to before. We kind of alluded to with our friendship, but I think that that is one of the stipulations. You know, uh, uh, love has to do with uh, eros, which is erotic love. People yes. also forget about phileo, which is which is uh, brotherly love, or yes. uh, uh, it's to say, yes, I keep it at brotherly love, but that's just the sharing and getting to know a person and to, you know, uh, not necessarily agape, but there are friends that would die for each other. And oh, so yeah. being able to have that full, real rounded package, you know, you find that, you know, you, sometimes you get tricked because, man, you know, the sex is the bomb.com, but outside the bedroom, I can't stand them. I can't stand them. <laughs> How many, times, how many times do you hear that, Mike? Like, I just can't stand them. Oh my gosh, you're like, really? I don't want I don't even want to be around that person. Yeah. Now, one of the things you and I are really great at is introducing one another to each other's lives. And I think that's one of the things people miss out on because it's so important to get while you're dating, it's so important to get to know who each other who who you are and whether or not your worlds are gonna work when they're combined. You're thinking to yourself, oh, I want to be with this person, but have you thought about everything that comes with them, right? 
And a lot of times they don't work the way you anticipate yeah. and it causes a lot of stress on the relationship, yes. right? And we talk about worlds, we're talking about religious beliefs, political beliefs, you know, family background, you know, those are like major things. It's like introducing someone to your world. And that's one of the things that when you think about being with someone, you need to put that like right at the foresight, like right at the beginning of what's going on. You know, Paula just said, you can always do something once like drag queen bingo. Paula, honey, you already know. Drag queen bingo. Absolutely love drag queen bingo. By the way, if you're here in Michigan, it's in Royal Oak on it's Washington it. Street. <laughs> drag queen bingo. Paula. I didn't know you were attending Drag Queen Bingo, but yeah, if you're ever in Michigan, I did a Drag Queen brunch. Uh, I can't get my words out. A Drag Queen brunch. So, oh yes. Imagine, you know, if you think bingo is fun. <laughs> All I can say is Drag Queen Bingo in Royal Oak on Washington Street. You've got to go. Um, what's the name of the place where it's located, Mike? Of uh, the. The actual place? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't even think of the name. But I know the name of the place, but I can't even think of it right now. I'll think I, of it by I, the end. I, when when Bingo's not there? Yeah, but it's the, um, oh gosh, it's next to my girlfriend's, uh, used to be next to her uh, boutique. I have to think about the name of it. Now, one of the things that we 100% both you and I agree with is going out of town together. You right. have the opportunity to see how that person handles life in real time. It's nothing like going out of town with someone. You get to see if the car isn't there, when the car rental isn't ready, if you show up and your reservations aren't good, if you lose something, you get yeah. to see how to handle situations. And you can make a decision immediately if you wanna move forward with this person, because I'm gonna tell you, I've never really gone on vacation with a man outside of my husband uh, when I was married, but I'm telling you, I, I got a chance to see him in a different light. And he had everything under control that made me fall in love with him even more. I was like, why aren't you like this at home? What is happening? You're so in control on the road and everything is good. But I'm going to tell you, I did I do, I did go out of town with one of my really good friends. Um, I needed someone to drive me to Chicago. And he did me a huge favor um, by driving me and accompanying me because I didn't want to go alone. But I'm going to tell you, he all I did was relax because I knew he had everything under control. You know, it was a problem with the car with valet. He had it under control. We stopped, he was like, not a problem. We'll take care of that. And I was just like, oh my God, whoever you're with, it's gonna be like a dream moment for them because he had everything under control. So whoever gets with him, I won't throw his name out, Wallace, but um, <laughs> you get with him, I'm giving him the stamp of approval Wallace definitely has everything under control. He's a complete gentleman. He looked out for me. He drove. He made sure we got there. I could fall asleep and know that we weren't going to be lost. Like he had it all under control. And I really appreciate that and love that about him. Um, and it's nothing like having a guy with you, not only a really good friend of yours, but a guy who has your back. And I think that's what turns women on when they can go and a man's got it. They're like, Oh my God, that's kind of hot and sexy. That all I have to do oh is show up and be right. Look, just show up and be pretty. That's all I have to do is show up and be pretty. And you got it. He he escorted me to the event. Um, 
And it was really great. I had a great time, but he had everything under control. And I really appreciated that. What do you think about going out of town with somebody? How does that make you feel like you're getting to know them better? Well, you pretty, you pretty much summed it up. My, my thing is you do get to see them outside of the normal element. You know, on the plane, like, are they rude? Like, that bothers me because, again, you know, back to the words. But people that are rude to the waitresses, rude to yeah. the stewardess. Um, uh, you know, I'm in a business meeting, and you know, <laughs> you're louder than me, and I'm doing. The, I'm, I'm the presenter. Um, you know, you <laughs> coming in. You know, say, I'm, you know, because I'm a really, you know, because I'm a together person. I'm laid back, but I still know what I'm doing. And so, when you show up. And everybody's eyes are on you versus me, you know, then I have an issue. And um, but it's just about being um, getting to know a person, like you said, on a different level. That's, you know, that's truly important. Unfortunately, you know, we don't all get to go on a trip, you know, before uh, we get married. But um, think about it. But I think you should. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. One of the things that I didn't know. I mean, all I can say, I think about the way you pack your clothes. The way you unpack your clothes, how you set up to get ready. Are you taking a shower before we go out? Are you just traveling dirty? Like all of those things play a part for me. Um, I'm going to tell you, I I had to I had to tell my my ex husband. I said, you really need to bring slippers. Why are you walking around barefoot on this whole thing, right? And you're not ready. So I don't even understand what's happening. But, you know, before we go any further, I just want to say to you guys, we got a guest that joined us. Let me see. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have a guest. Hey, Nicole. (laughs) What's up, Nicole? Hi. Nicole, we're so happy to have you. you. How are you? Can you hear me? You're breaking up. You, I think, I think we're we're like your your face is at a standstill, but we can hear your voice. Yes. It might be your Wi-Fi connectivity. Yeah, we have to talk in between the ebbs. Can you see? But you look adorable, Nicole. Okay. We see your picture. We can see your picture. Okay, I just can't see me. Right. I think it's like a delay in your Wi-Fi connectivity. So, Nicole, I know that you travel, especially, you know, with your ex-husband, your your husband. Um, I I know for you, you got you got to know a couple of things when you travel with people. Don't you feel like you get to know a couple of things about them that you may not know? You literally are. I can't understand a word you're saying. Let me try something. Hold on. Okay. Oh my gosh. I love how your picture literally just came to life. That was that was amazing. <laughs> Did you see her in her pose? <laughs> yeah, like the eye bleed first, then a finger. Wow. I know. Okay, let's see. Okay, Nicole, are you ready? Because Nicole, you cracked me up. Nicole, we're live, but I'm I'm let I'm talking to you because I want you to be able to communicate. And folks, you can click the link and join us live anytime. During the talk, as you see, uh, Nicole clicked the link and came in live. Nicole, you're still working on it? Okay, so Nicole is still working on it. So, Mike, I'm going to tell you one of the things that I realized, though, is that um, traveling with someone, I got a chance to see them in a whole different element, like how they pack their bag, the things they brought along. I, like I was saying, my ex-husband, I said to him, you got to put slippers on. We're not at home. Like you can't walk on their floor together. So that that was like one of my little pet peeves because I was thinking your dirty feet are about to get into the bed with us. 
So that kind of made me go, okay, Christy, either we're going to accept this or not accept this, right? All right, so let me see if Nicole is ready. Nicole, are you ready? This is unbelievable. Nicole, we can see you. You look amazing. So if you want to talk, you can talk. We can actually see you. We're looking at you. So you can see me. We yes. can see you. You look amazing. Hi, Nicole. I appreciate it. Hi, I can hear you now. Okay, great. All right, so Nicole, what's your feedback on going out of town? As a single woman, do you think that's a good way to find out the person, find out more about the person that you're dating, going out of town with them, like on vacation or something? Wow. Um, you know what? Actually, I think it's kind of fun. I think I actually think going out of town will allow you time to kind of really get to know each other because you're kind of out of your normal element. So I really, in my experience, it's actually been super fun, right? So I've had a friend or whatever, and we actually went out of town. It was kind of sort of unbusiness. Well, I don't know, mixture. But, <laughs> but we actually found out a lot about each other because we were out of the normal element. We took time to do a lot of more, you know, a lot more, I guess, fact finding and identifying interest. And really just, we were just kind of footloose and fancy free. So I really like that. I do. I think that's awesome. So yeah, she's in agreement with us that going out, going out of town with someone is like a huge plus. And I'll say it again, ladies, whoever hooks up with Wallace, call me, I'll give him the stamp of approval. He's a really good friend of mine. And he was such a good companion on the on the trip and he's very respectful and such a good guy. And I'm going to give him the stamp of approval, whoever ends up with Wallace. He's a super sweet guy. Um, and somebody may say, well, Christine, why are you passing him up? Wallace is a really good friend of mine. I value my friendships. My, your, my brother tell me, tell you all the time, I value my friendships. One of the biggest things, Nicole, you and I talk about this all the time. Before you hook up with somebody, you need to talk about finances before it gets really serious. Like, don't let money be the surprise that creates distance between you later. When a relationship, you know, is moving towards a commitment, you need to talk about finances because you never know who you're hooking up with. Right. So, Nicole, what's your thoughts on that? So I agree. I think if you if you realize that both of you are moving in a very serious direction, I really do think that's something that you should discuss. I don't think that um. I really don't think that you should allow that to become an issue, but I do know that sometimes there are issues where you get to the serious phase because, you know, people have questions about finances. So that's, that's one of the reasons that I believe that, you know, having a friendship is important. So you really understand like who you're dealing with. And so, you know, if in that, if, so that you know before you even get there if that may become a problem does that make sense i hope i make yeah sense. i mean mike what do you think definitely that finances are important um i loved how uh former guests talked about you know that was strictly off limits and it does take time it's like you know you don't that's not like the first or second third fourth fifth maybe around the sixth dinner date um depending upon a person uh, one thing also i want to say that you know it's not about like changing a person if that person is not comfortable and you want to spend you're willing to spend the time until they are comfortable you know move forward but you know always go in knowing that um you know i'm not here to change you you're not here to change me 
um, and kind of you know it's it's seems kind of crass, but it's like when you, when, we, when two people are coming together and you're putting the cards on the table, uh, finances you know is definitely a part of it, and it's not something to be uh, ashamed of mm-hmm. um, or to hold over another person's head. You know, I dealing with uh, Chris and I think it was Nicole we talked to uh, on the phone, but. You know, don't uh, count yourself out because a person may be in a, finan- a higher financial bracket. Um, I always, you know, hold to the model that you know it's, it's not about equal giving but equal sacrifice. And so, if we are two people that are coming together, um, there are things that I'm good at that you're not. There are things that you're good at that I'm not, and we come together and figure it out. And finance is just, you know, part of that. Don't blow it up. You know, oh God, you know, what about the money? Uh, you know, just keep it on, on on the level that you you know dealt with everything else, and you know I think that you know you can be successful in that way. I like that, Mike, and I agree with mm-hmm. you one hundred percent. Finances is huge, and I can only tell you, I went out on a date with a guy, and he had given him one credit card, and the guy came back, and they went for another credit card, and then finally I just said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I asked you out. <laughs> I'll pay for it. And I think for him, he was embarrassed, but I wasn't. And I called him afterwards to let him know, like, you know, we're good. Right. But he was so embarrassed by what happened. But the thing is, he was going through a divorce. Yeah. So yeah. his ex, so his current wife, who was soon to be his ex-wife, you know, decided to go on a shopping spree unbeknownst to him. Right. Yeah. And so she charged up the credit cards. But I in no way took it personally. Like, I didn't think that was anything bad dealing with him. But I'm going to tell you, so Paula came through for us. Paula, thank you, honey. Paula said 515 and Royal is where you can go to drag queen bingo. (laughs) Good looking out, Paula. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, you guys are going to have such a good time going to drag queen bingo. Mike, as a matter of fact, we should go next Saturday. I'm down. I'm down. That's a date, Nicole. You want to go? Next Saturday, drag queen bingo. Oh, no, <laughs> Nicole, you should come with us. You're gonna have so much fun. Paula, we'll meet you over there for drag queen bingo. Paula, <laughs> Paula, we're making it a date. We're all gonna meet over there and get a table and have fun at drag queen bingo and roll up. Guys, I'm gonna tell you. You know, when you talk about building those bonds, and we've all talked about several different things that can make or break a bond. But when you think about overall, when your heart is broken and it becomes an intentional feeling because you feel like everything in your world is falling apart, right? And there's something missing. So one of the things that we don't want to do is we won't we don't want to create the division. When you don't spend quality time with the with one another, it creates an opportunity for emotional and mental distance breaking the bond that's what the show is about is not breaking that bond it's not creating that intentional like paula says that intentional you're intentionally breaking that bond with the person that you love and you got to start thinking about that when you start making these decisions so we went over six ways um, for you to build a closer bond with the person that you're married to or the person you're dating and six ways to build a closer bond with someone that you're that as a single person that you're dating that could potentially be the love of your life. You really want to take things a lot more seriously and start thinking about how do I do this? And it's intentional where 
I'm ensuring that I'm building that bond with someone who I truly love. I'm going to say to you, this show has been so awesome for me, not because I'm doing it with my brother who I love, but because we talked about something that's really important. All of us, all three of us are dating. And a lot of times we jump immediately into sex, into that whole thing, but we're, we're not looking at what's important. Of course, none of us are doing it. We're 50 and up, but you know, other people. Once again. Okay, I'm sorry. Nicole's not 50 yet. I'm not either. Okay, Mike, you're not 50. I'm going to tell the truth. If these two other people are not telling the truth, I am. I'm 50 this year, and I'm proud of it. But the point I'm making is, is that build, being in relationships are intentional. Um, and building bonds should be intentional. So take the time out. We, you know, if you have to look at this podcast again, look at it again and think about these six different ways of building those bonds and making you closer with the one that you love, because it's all about that, you know. Um, and if you're interested in meeting Mike, if you're interested in, in Nicole, send me a DM. I'll tell you how to connect with these people. They're single. Of course, I'm single, but I'm just saying I'm always and Michael tell you, I'll put everybody else before I put me. Are you putting me out there? Seriously? I'm putting Nicole out there. Nicole is single. She's an entrepreneur. She's successful. Michael is successful. He's 6'8". Ladies, gentlemen, all I got to say is dive in. They're both single. Send me, send me a DM. I'll connect you. Don't worry about it. I'll send you over their emails. Really? Yes. So if you're watching this later, just DM me so I can hook you up. Oh my God. Okay. This is not going to turn is into the like the love relationship show. Is it, is it time? Like, I'm not, I'm Mike's not like, is it time to end the show? I'm not the engineer today. I can't wrap it up. Like, he like, can we cut the show right now? So yes. I just want to say um, I really appreciate you guys joining me. As always, I always have a blast. Michael, you always know whenever we're together, I have a great time. But before we go, I do want to ask this question. What has been an obstacle in building a bond with someone in a relationship when you're in a relationship? So, Nicole, what has been an obstacle for you when you're attempting to build a bond with someone? You know, I... I, in a spit of transparency, you know, I I lost a spouse um, in death. And so to be honest with you, I really hadn't been in a space of really allowing someone um, to get close enough to me. So sometimes I think I've had a wall, right? And not intentionally, but just just out of just kind of being very, very, very careful and protective. And I probably more recently have um, considered dating or have entertained that. <laughs> and so, um, but it, but that's something that really, really had been um, an issue for me. And just really looking at, in some instances, like, do I really want to take the time, like all of the time that it's going to take to go through this process, right? Oh, okay. Because sometimes, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes oh. you just don't feel like it. And then it's just kind of that, that thing where, you know, sometimes I'm kind of like you meet somebody and it's it's you know, for me, again, this is a whole kind of a new, really new thing for me. But it's kind of like you meet somebody and you're like, 
okay, so is that what we're talking about? Because I'm on something totally different, right? And I think, um, I won't say that I don't have patience. I just don't like games, you know, and I hear in the that's what relationships are relationships are right now. And I'm going to tell you right now, Paula just said, keeping it real. I mean, not Paula, uh, Cook said, y'all business is in the street. Because I, I threw you out there. I told everybody you were single. <laughs> so I put the business in the street. And Cook, you're right. And by the way, Cook is single. So if you want to meet Anissa Cook, uh, you can put it in my DM. And I'll connect you with her via email. So now her business is in the street. Okay, I'm telling everybody's okay. business. What about I'm Christine? Christine is single. Please DM for Christine <laughs> as well. I have all the smoke. I'm hooking up. I'm hooking up all the singles on the show. If you all want to do some amazing meditation, I'm going to tell you you need to look up Paula Lightsey. She has an amazing meditation on YouTube where you can start your day with her. All I can say is I use it. I think it's rock star. Um, one of the things that deeply concerns me, has anyone ever been declined uh, from building a bonding moment with someone? And how did that work out? Like, I know I've been declined on a bonding moment. I shared that earlier when I asked someone to walk with me. They didn't want to walk with me. Right. So have you ever been declined, Michael, on a bonding moment? And how did that because, Michael, you're emotional. Are you about to cry right now? Don't do it. Oh, my God. OK, don't see. That makes me so like I don't like him to be hurt. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm okay. Um, um, what was the question? The <laughs> Have you ever been declined a bonding moment where you wanted to bond with someone, but they didn't receive it? Yes, in the beginning, um, because I said I didn't know that was this was my love language, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, and um, even from you know I was so sensitive at the time it was like you know if you know you know how usually when, when couples go to bed you face each other you know you kind of enter you know michael likes to cuddle but he didn't like, want to oh, cuddle michael and <laughs> i was like i said why do you like sleep with your back you know towards your partner and just something that you know significant you know yeah. um is it matters and it's like you know, you it's like you know i, I was going to tell christine that earlier um you know like you have to pay attention to those those signs it's not in a neurotic way but if that is something that you are sensitive to it's like mm-hmm. oftentimes you know you could be correct or on to something you know at least where um you you know why is it my partner you know affectionate you know towards me if i told you this is something i i require this is something that you know this yeah. is who i am and you're ignoring that um, you have to decide, you know, if, you know, moving forward, can I, is this something that I can deal with or can we move forward or, you know, is something that I put in the bag and, you know, you know, we have to talk and go talk to somebody else. Um, but I ignored it. And so, you know, I was literally like, it's like, you know, you're cutting your own self and I don't want to go over time, but you have to figure out, you know, uh, when that happens, um, you know, is this something that I can deal with or something I can move forward with? And so, you know, I being sensitive, um, I had, you know, I've experienced that, you know, a lot in small ways that people would think would be insignificant. But it's just like I said, it's not, you know, having verbal for verbal affirmation, verbal appreciation, uh, you know, everybody on the planet, you know, say, well, man, you know, you're, you're actually a, you know, an attractive guy. And your partner is like, you know, I don't. Michael, you're an extremely attractive guy. 
give compliments. I don't do <laughs> days. I don't do. I'm like what? Like you know. So it's literally like I'm just you know there. But you know I've grown, and so. But Michael, do you think people think because you are so tall, like you're? What are you six six or six eight? How tall are you? Yeah, six six. You're six six. Yeah, do you think people think that you don't require that because oh, you're so big? Yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's what I said. Even uh, growing up, my uh, grandfather used to say that. Um, you know that people would are not saying if you don't express, don't tell me because we uh, like look. I, I stopped talking to my grandfather oh. uh, because he a friend of mine came. With, my grandfather was just rude. He was like rude to him and who was that? Uh, who was that? Hey, Jerry. Jay did a shout out. Hey. Hey, you joined us. <laughs> And you look, I'm going to tell you right now, Cook been throwing the Proverbs on us. Cook said, Proverbs 25, the thoughts of a man's heart are like deep waters, but the discerning man draws them out, meaning we must encourage our partners to open up and share their feelings. Cook, you always come in with a scripture. I have I've become a master at, at doing that for myself <laughs> and for other people. That's why people, they, you know, my phone is constantly after, you know, ringing off the hook. Can we talk? Can we talk? Because yeah. out of my pain, I learned how to to be able to do that. And you, and I'm going to tell you, shockingly enough, Nicole is so transparent. And I'm not saying that because we're friends, but Nicole will tell you exactly what she wants or thinks, but she's also the most appeasing person. And people may not know that about her. She's very appeasing. So, and that's because that that mother, that wife in her comes out where she believes in putting other people's comfort and needs before her own, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times she she turns into you. Like she may not say in that moment, this is what's missing for me because she's so caught up in making sure that they're okay. Whereas me, I'm the total opposite. I'm going to raise my hand. Like, I'm really good with this. And people go, well, you're not in school. I'm raising my hand because I have something important to say. And I want to yeah. make sure I have, have your attention. You're hurting my feelings right now. <laughs> how did you? How did, <laughs> I raised my hand. Just for like a self-help moment, because Nicole being being in that being that way, I think I'm that I'm that way as well. When you because I know she said it once. You 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 say it at least once. Because you uh -huh. because that's your, that's just your nature. So you're going to say you know that hurt my feelings, and it'll come back around when they do it. They do it you know again and again and again, and it's like you know in your mind it's like they're doing it intentionally, and they may not be doing it intentionally. But I never stop to say you know <laughs> you're hurting my feelings, and uh, so how did you how, how did you develop that, Chris? And before you answer that, Jay says, I feel you. I feel you, brother. Opening up and sharing your feelings is hard for some, but not me. I'm going to tell you the way that I did that was because I spent a good portion of my life not talking. Where all I did was listen. And I realized that if I didn't speak up, no one was going to be able to hear my voice or hear what I needed. Because, and a lot of people may not know this, but the person you see today wasn't the person I was growing up. I didn't talk. And I was very intimidated about talking or communicating what it is that I wanted. So what I learned over the years from not talking is that what Paula says, to be intentional. I Now I raise my hand. Like, I'm not going to interrupt you in what you're doing, 
But when I raise my hand, this this is like the universal sign for how can I help you, right? You can do this in any country and they'll go, oh, well, how can I help you? This gained their attention enough for them to say, well, Christine, what's going on? And I would say, well, in this moment, you're hurting my feelings. Like what you're doing right now is really hurting my feelings. And I just want you to make, a, make you aware of it. Not that we have to talk about it right now, but I'm not really feeling this. And, and to be honest with you, it is work like magic. Just raising my hand mm-hmm. and making people aware. I think that that's an exercise as you as you were talking about that. I think I believe that that is an exercise for people and it's vice, it's vice versa um, for people who are overly expressive. It's an yeah. exercise to not be so that you can hear your partner and people who are introverts or not as expressive to practice exercise that muscle of you know you're hurting my feelings even if it starts you know with something like that um i think that that is mm-hmm. as you were talking about i was like talking and yes. because I'm being in sales now i understand that that concept of rehearsing something of speaking your truth of being present all those things are muscles that have to work and i think that you've de- you developed yours through your experience Whereas some people, you know, we go to the gym, we walk around, <laughs> we want to see who's here, what they got on. And you're like, no, I'm getting on this machine. I'm working this muscle. Uh, so I think that it's, a, it's, a, it's intentional. You're, you're being intentional about your voice being heard. And that's powerful. That is huge. And I want to say to you guys that tonight has been such an amazing night. And I appreciate everybody who stayed a little bit late. But we wanted to make sure that we share it with you the concepts and ideas behind being in a relationship and being intentional about what you say and what you do in order to build that closer bond. Michael, thank you for joining me tonight. (laughs) I love my brother. (laughs) This was amazing. 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 Can I get my own show? I want want my own show. Of course you can have your own show. Let's talk about it offline because I would love for you to launch your own show. In the new year, you have such an amazing perspective on life and your life experiences. And I think it would be great for you to have your own show on the 5 Fs of Love platform. You know, of course, anything for you. You don't have to ask. Anything for you. So thank you, brother, for joining me. Thank you for having me. So guys, listen, as I close out the show tonight, I want to thank everyone for joining us. And um, we did, you know, stay a little bit late tonight. But I want to say that when you think about relationships, you want to be intentional about what it is that you say and you do in order to build that closer bond with the person that you're with. And sometimes it may not always be received in the way that you intend it to be received. But I want you to think about it from this perspective. If it's what you want, you go for it. And at any point, someone doesn't receive you in a way that you want them to. Just raise your hand and let them know. We don't have to talk about it at this moment, but right now, this is how you're impacting my life. This is how you're making me feel. And for those online daters, sometimes the person you should be with is like right behind you. So spend less time. Go back to the old traditional concept and ideas of dating and look right behind you. Maybe the person's standing right there. I don't know. You can find your one true love that way. You never know. So thanks again for joining us here on the 5Fs to Love podcast. And we'll see you next week where, you know, it's another exciting adventure about how to connect and find and keep your one true love connected to you.
name is Christine Burkett, the inventor of the five F's to love. This is a compatibility app. It's an app that gives you an opportunity to rate words to start with the letter F in chronological order of importance to you, to help you find your one true love, your soulmate, and the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. So after you've taken the time to rate your Fs in chronological order, you send a link to the person, I don't know, you just met, or the person you've been dating for quite some time, or maybe it's the person you've been married to for 30 to 40 to 50 years. And then you compare your top five Fs to find out what things you have in common and things that you may perhaps need to work on. This is taking a simplistic perspective on how to find your one true love, your soulmate, the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. And thank you for downloading the 5F app.